right, all right. Hey, guys, what's going on? Chris Hock is here. Still showing up, still doing it, still exactly where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is picking up on it, but I am. I'm kind of digging it. I'm like, okay, this is my world. This is like I, cre I created this thing. You know, before uh, last March uh, or April, whenever I got going, I said, this thing, this, this did not even exist. And the cool part about it is exciting because... You know, no matter what happens with this and you guys in the world, right? My grandkids and my great-grandkids, hopefully, will be able to sit and listen to what I believe about certain things in life, about how, about my view for how to get the most out of life while you can, right? And I, I think about that, and I think, you know, one of the biggest, one of the biggest things I had to come, I had to realize during this adventure was that I was doing a lot of the same things as everyone else. I was doing exactly what my parents had taught me to do. And what I realized is that it was the wrong place for me. But I had a little help and it took a little encouragement, okay? I remember I, I had the house and all that stuff and when my dad was alive, uh, hell, he was at my house almost every day for 40 years, right? I was just, he lived in the same town and, you know, he was just, he's a good man. He'd show up here and... But it was only after he died that I realized that I was I was living the wrong life. I was in the wrong place. There I was, a big house, cars, all the stuff. And I just I just wasn't happy. I wake up every day and I just like, God, this sucks. And I didn't know what it was for the longest time. I remember standing standing out on the on the yard watching inmates go by when I was working and they would be yucking it up and I just and they'd be having fun. Hey hey boss, they'd tell me, hey boss, I'd be like, hey, what's up? But it was funny because I didn't feel that I couldn't feel that same joy, that same happiness. Here I was making all kinds of money. I had a perfect job, had a great, great life from the standard of the American dream, but it just felt like something was missing. And what was missing was I, I, I had taken a path that brought me to a destination that, that didn't fit. Was it okay? Yeah, sure it was okay. I mean, I mean when, you do, when, you, when you make that choice, I, I didn't have a choice as to whether or not I was going to mow the lawn. It was expected. You mow the lawn. If you have a house, you, you mow the lawn. Now, I'm kind of noticing that attitude is changing a little bit because I'm walking around the little town we're in, and you can't believe the number of properties that have gone to crap. The, the soffits and fascias are, peeling are falling down. The lawn is covered with crap. The roof is almost falling off. When, you're, when you look at something like that, and granted, my house was in great shape. I took care of it because that's, I mean, that's cause I, I don't know if you pick up on that. That's kind of the, who I am, right? I'm not going to let stuff go to crap. If I buy it, I'm going to take care of it. But but I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't waking up excited about breaking the, breaking the leaves. I hated leaves. I'm like, what point does that make? I mean, there are so many, there was a, so many things in life that are more fun, more interesting, more inspiring, actually, and more beneficial than raking leaves. I could have gone on Khan Academy. I, I don't do math real well. I mean, I'm, I, I know how to do math, but I'm not, I don't do algebra and trigonometry. But think about it. In the time it takes me every week to do a lawn, I could actually learn algebra, right? I could read a book about something I'm interested in. I could write a book about something I'm interested in, right? I was in the wrong place. And maybe, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. That lack of contentment is what brought me to this point. 
Am I in the wrong place now? No, no, I'm getting a little antsy because you get that bug to move. You get the, you know, you have the ability and the flexibility to go see something new. There's something, I don't care how many times we go up Interstate 80. It's energizing. It is energizing pulling this big ass brick around the country. There's a sense of accomplishment in it. Just like what happens when you mow that lawn and you're sitting there after it's done, the sprinklers are on and you're drinking a beer. But the difference is I get to I get to experience the new and the energy based on who I am. If you were when you were mowing the lawn, did you think about other things you'd like to do? Or are you just like, this is where I belong? This is where I belong, right? If that's how you feel when you show up, if that's how you feel when you wake up and you go through your day, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Because when we're when we're when we're balanced, when we've found our place, there's a sense of satisfaction, there's contentment there. The want kind of fades. That when we're when we're consumed by want, that is a that is our, our body, our, our spirit telling us you're not where you're supposed to be because you're still chasing. You're still chasing things. It's kind of like a relationship. Think about that. When you think about the way life is and whether you're in the wrong place or not, think about the wrong relationship. How, how, how do I know I'm in the right relationship with the right person? I don't want anyone else. Do I, do, do I admire a beautiful woman? Hell yeah. There are a lot of beautiful people in the world. There are a lot of, but that doesn't inspire me to go, hey, Sandy, I don't think you're doing it for me. I'm going to go with someone who's 20 years younger. No. That's that's where we're that's where we're going with this living your best life. You know, it's funny, I'm out organizing things and I'm looking in my bay because I gotta be a bay on my fifth wheel here. It's got all my stuff in it. I still I have yet to fill that bay up, right? Because I don't feel the same urgency I felt when I was when I had a conventional home to go fill my life up with stuff because in the end, what that does, what that does is that gives us that burst of happiness, that burst of satisfaction that comes from buying something. And the reason that becomes so critical is because we don't have that in any other area of our life. My conventional life, I mean, sure, bring some new patio furniture home. Yeah, this is cool. I don't feel that same need in the life that we've chosen because... I get to do things that inspire me. I get to go to the CrossFit gym at 4 o'clock today. I get to go do a walk and talk and, and work out at the park. I get the inspiration of knowing that if I show up here one more day, that's one more opportunity for someone just like you to say, you know what, I'm going to step outside my box and I'm going to take an honest look at where I am and I'm going to evaluate if, if I'm actually in the right place in my life. Is it scary? scarier than hell but it doesn't have to be you don't have to just all of a sudden decide hey i don't want a conventional life anymore we're going to buy a sailboat it's a lot easier than that you got to get a win try just getting a couple wins in your life no matter what else is going on in your life and no matter if this conversation here has made you discontent or or you think i'm full of crap do yourself a favor and add one thing to your life that that is something you haven't been doing that you truly enjoy doing. Now, don't derail your life and go buy a, a, buy a bunch of heroin, okay? Don't derail your life and start using meth. That's not what I'm talking about. 
But I'm talking about getting engaged in activities where you're like, all right, all right, this, you know, I, we should have been doing more of this. Maybe it's maybe it's a weekend barbecue at the park with the kids. Maybe it's you and your partner taking a walk. Maybe it's going fishing with your friends once or twice a month. I don't know what that looks like. Different strokes for different folks. Maybe it's hanging out with your wife playing video games, right? I don't know. Maybe it's photography. Who knows? But my point here is in order for you to kind of establish where you are and if you are in the wrong place, look at the activities that you have that you're engaged in that make you go, hell yeah. Look at the activities you're engaged in and see where you're at emotionally with them. How does it feel? Does it feel great for you to be out there painting that fence to do do what you're going to do this weekend? If it does, keep doing it, man. Add more to it. Look for other ways you can make it better. I love cooking. It doesn't bother me at all to cook. Four o'clock, I'll be like Sandy, I'll be reading a book or doing whatever. I said, what do you want for supper? I don't know. Figure it out. I'll grab something out of the freezer. Next thing you know, we have dinner. Why? Because it's not a burden. It's not keeping me from anything that I would otherwise want to be doing because it's all part of the package, right? Because Sandy and I are in the right place. Does it change? It has to change. We are not static. I know this this model that's been created for us says, okay, you get 18 years old, 19, you get married, and then you buy a conventional home, and that's where you live. You retire, and then you die. That's why there's so much discontentment. That's why... That's why when you the average house, they're just packed with stuff. Packed with stuff. I was there. More than 40 years of stuff stacked up in the garage and in the house. And when I really started looking at it, when we really started decide, decided to hit the road and we really started moving towards that direction, guess what? I would say that 90% of that stuff we had had no value did nothing on a regular basis to contribute to the the experience of life. How does 50 boxes in the garage experience add value to your life? How does a closet full of clothes that don't fit you add value to your life? Where's that intrinsic thing that says, oh, we got to keep this stuff? We have a 5 by 10 storage unit. It has about four, maybe four, four or five big totes that have images, pictures, stuff we want to keep. Got has some photography stuff because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing photography or video for the rest of my life. I just it's cool. I like it. It's cool and it just keeps getting better, right? And then it has recreational equipment. It has two kayaks, the kayak rack for our truck, snowshoes, um, camping gear, backpacks. And what do those things all have in common? Well, it's cool as hell to do it. We use that stuff. In fact, we're getting ready to head out. we got to switch out our gear. We're going to have to get the kayaks back out, get the backpacks back out. Because in this winter, we did go snowshoeing. But now the seasons are changing and we're moving. We're going to go play. And when your life is full of toys and you use those toys, you get to go play with those toys hell. How much better can it get than that? And if you're not playing, all that hard work you're putting in is not giving you access to stuff that makes you say, hell yeah, then maybe it's time that you take a step back and go, hmm, there's nothing wrong with it. It's okay for you to admit that you're not as happy as you're supposed to be. 
You know, and I can imagine. I remember when I first started talking about this. Now, granted, Sandy and I have been married a long time. We've been married over 40 years. And we've been on this journey since right after my dad died. So I think we, about 11 years or more, started out in 2012, 2013. We started talking about the meaning of life. Why? Why did we choose this, right? So it was a lot easier for us to ease into this thing, and it was still difficult. But ask yourself that question, why am I here? How does it feel at the end of every day when you look back over what you've done? Why am I here? And if it's not, it doesn't feel like it's supposed to. If it doesn't feel like you dreamed it would or you hoped it would, find a new place. Change something. Change something. What, what thing would inspire you? What would make that day better? Build a story around it. Start talking about it. Tell your friends about it. I love that. I love that peer pressure, goal-oriented stuff. I like to do that. I'll say like, you know, like the podcast. It's like, damn, here we go. This is what I'm doing, right? I love it. Because it forces me to be accountable. Not only to myself, but to you. And then do it. Take that action. Don't let your emotions get involved. If you've decided you want to go back to the gym and you need to cut weight, then go back to the gym and cut weight. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Build a story around it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. Why? Well, I want to do this. Build something behind it. Build a package story if you have to. But it's about inspiration. It's about the story. You have to have a good reason for doing what you do. What's your reason for being where you are? If you're honest with yourself and you're living the conventional life, chances are the reason you are where you are is because that's where everyone else is. Believe me, I know. I'm an oddball. I have all kinds of friends in the community we're in right now, and how many of my friends have reached out to me and said, hey, let's do dinner. Nobody knows where I am, right? It's hard to deal with people who are different than you. And, and from our side, it's difficult. That's the side that's probably the most difficult, is it's difficult to be different. But it doesn't make it any less exciting. doesn't make it any less valuable to us, right? Yeah. I don't know. I know this whole package thing for me, I keep busting on the on the American dream. I, you know, when it comes down to it, it's propaganda. It is. It's telling us where we should be, what we should do. And because we've heard it so much that it's really hard to step back from that narrative and say, oh, I would, oh, I would never move away from my grandchildren. You, would you don't love your grandchildren? Yes, I love my grandchildren very much. But it's not the quantity, it's the quality. It's the quality. This next month, I'll do CrossFit with my grandson, with my son-in-law. He's going to be the instructor tonight. He's going to coach the class, right? That's cool. And those are memories that are going to last long after I'm gone. So, I'm definitely not in the wrong place. If, you, if, you, if, if you're not in the wrong place, good for you. If you don't know if you're in the wrong place, today would be a perfect day to sit down, spend some time thinking about why you do what you do, and more than that, thinking about what you could be doing. Find that thing that inspires you, that will excite you, and then go after it. Because life isn't lived from, from zero to 40. You live it from the time you're born until the time you die. Someone said, it's what happens in between the dashes that matter, right? The dash matters. 1961 to 
What we do in between those two dates that are on our headstone is all that matters. You can make it as good as you want, or you can settle in and you can say, okay, I've done enough. I don't know. I'm not wrong. I hope you can, I hope you're, uh, I hope I'm, you're picking up on what I'm saying because time's short. I don't know how many days I have left. I don't know how many years I have left, but I'm not going to miss a moment on taking, taking the opportunity to do more than I'm doing right now. So, hey, listen, guys, I really appreciate it. The world is an amazing place and it gets even more amazing when you actually start being honest with yourself and stop listening to the noise you're being told and start focusing on who you are and on what you truly love. So keep that in mind. Let's not forget the kindness. And as always, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.